Welcome to another episode of the 12th Man NFL Podcast. Anthony here with you again, and what a weekend, the wildcard weekend was. Some crazy games, some emotionally crazy games. It was just intense all around. We're going to get to some highlights, but before that, let's check in on some news. It looks like Mark Davis is finally listening. The Las Vegas Raiders are finalizing a deal to hire Antonio Pierce as their full-time head coach, reports ESPN's Adam Schefter. Pierce finished the 2023 regular season as the Raiders' interim sideline boss after replacing Josh McDaniels, who was thankfully fired in November. Pierce, a former linebacker coach, provided Las Vegas with a spark as the team posted a 5-4 record under his watch. They did finish the campaign 8-9, good for second in the AFC West. Unfortunately, that wasn't quite good enough, but several players, including Devontae Adams, Josh Jacobs, and the big man Max Crosby publicly supported removing Pierce's interim tag in 2024. Crosby actually also reportedly said that he was going to explore trades and request a trade out of Vegas if they didn't go with him. Higher AP happened, and we are excited to see that. Go Raider Nation, and congratulations, Antonio Pierce. And of course, we knew it wouldn't take long. The Atlanta Falcons will conduct a second head coaching interview with Bill Belichick over this coming weekend, said Ian Rappaport of the NFL Network. Belichick will meet with the Falcons brass after he spoke one-on-one with owner Arthur Blank on Monday. At the time of the initial meeting, reports indicated a deal wasn't imminent, but the sides had mutual interest. Atlanta is the only team with a vacancy currently pursuing the former New England Patriots legend. The LA Chargers, Las Vegas Raiders, Carolina Panthers, Washington Commanders, Seattle Seahawks, and Tennessee Titans are all looking for the new head coach. But of course, as we just said, looks like the Raiders are going to be out of the hunt for Belichick. Thank God, because the Raiders have already tried to do the Patriot way. It didn't work, so let's let the Falcons have them. In other news, former Tennessee Titans coach Mike Vrabel interviewed with the Los Angeles Chargers about their head coaching job on Thursday, the club announced. It's Vrabel's first interview after spending six seasons with the Titans. And of course, the 48-year-old Vrabel accumulated a 54-45 and mark during his tenure in Tennessee. He led the Titans to three straight postseason appearances from 2019 to 2021, and he even won Coach of the Year in 2021. After producing the winning campaigns in those first four years with the team, the AFC South Club recorded back-to-back sub-500 finishes, going 6-11 and mark in 2023. Jerry Jones announced on Tuesday that Mike McCarthy will be back as the Dallas Cowboys head coach in 2024. The Cowboys are keeping McCarthy despite a one-and-done playoff run in which Dallas suffered a 48-32 thrashing at the hands of the Green Bay Packers in the wildcard round. Jones initially declined to comment on the head coach's fate following the defeat, though he said he was floored by the loss, which invited speculation over McCarthy's future. However, Jones did defend McCarthy on Tuesday, stating that the loss is shared by the entire organization and is not 100% back to the 60-year-old coach. And finally in the news, former Arizona Cardinals coach Cliff Kingsbury is expected to interview for the Chicago Bears' vacancy at offensive coordinator, sources told Adam Schefter. 
Kingsbury is a senior offensive analyst and quarterback coach at USC, the home of Caleb Williams. The star passer is the favorite to be the Bears' selection at number one overall in April's draft. Chicago fired former OC Luke Getze on January the 10th after two seasons. Kingsbury spent four seasons in charge of the Cardinals after six years at Texas Tech, compiling a 28-37-1 record and one playoff appearance. Arizona fired him following the 2022 campaign, and he returned to the collegiate ranks when he joined the Trojans in 2023. But of course, Chicago does own that top pick thanks to a trade with the Carolina Panthers last offseason. So the franchise could draft Williams or decide to stick with former first-round selection Justin Fields. North Carolina Drake May is viewed as Williams' main competition to be the first overall pick in this upcoming draft. Blocko. Pressure comes. Gets rid of it. It's picked off. Steven Nelson takes it away, and he's looking to go the other way. Nelson has a convoy down the sideline. Touchdown. It was just that kind of game for Joe Flacco and the rest of the Cleveland Browns this past weekend as the Houston Texans won the home game 45-14. to And that was a huge 82-yard pick six by Nelson. Joe Flacco went 34 for 46, 307 yards, one touchdown, and two interceptions. Kareem Hunt on the ground had only eight carries for 26 yards. And we had David Njoku was the big target, seven catches for 93 yards. Amari Cooper only had four catches for 59 yards. But for the Houston Texans, it was C.J. Stroud, 16 for 21, 274 yards and three touchdowns. Devin Singletary had 13 carries for 66 yards and a TD. And then also in the air, Nico Collins had six catches for 96 yards and a touchdown. Brevin Jordan also was a big target. He had one big catch for 76 yards and a touchdown as well. Houston just absolutely demolished Cleveland in this game. And honestly, it was great to see Houston have this turnaround after the last number of seasons just have not been going their way. Goal from the three, direct snap. Pacheco fakes the pitch, bounces left into the end zone. Touchdown, Kansas City. In game two of the Saturday doubleheader, it was the Miami Dolphins traveling out to the frozen Kansas City Chiefs to take them on in the AFC wildcard game. And it was the Chiefs winning this very, very cold event 26-7. to It just seemed like Tua could not get anything going in this game, and he just was not prepared for the weather. He went 20 for 39 with 199 yards passing. He did throw for a touchdown that hit Tyreek Hill, but then he also threw an interception and was sacked twice. Raheem Mostert was the big one on the ground with only 8 carries for 33 yards. And of course, like I said, Tyreek Hill, 5 catches, 62 yards, and that one touchdown. On the other side for Kansas City, it was Patrick Mahomes going 23 for 41. 262 in the air and a touchdown. Isaiah Pacheco, who we just heard have that wildcat run for the touchdown, had 24 rushes for 89 yards and a touchdown. Rashid Rice had eight catches for 130 yards and a touchdown. Of course, Travis Kelsey with his very famous girlfriend watching, seven catches for 71 yards as well. Kansas City, of course, moving on. Miami, unfortunately, after that really strong season they had, are going home. Second and two here, though. Here's Prescott over the middle. It's going to be picked off, and no one in front of him. Darnell Savage 
On Sunday, it opened up with a shocking turn of events as the Green Bay Packers traveled out to Jerry World to take on the Dallas Cowboys in Cowboy Stadium. And it was the Packers upsetting the Cowboys 48-32. That was a complete shocker to everybody, including owner Jerry Jones. For the Green Bay Packers, Jordan Love went 16 for 21, 272 yards and three touchdowns. Aaron Jones on the ground had 21 carries for 118 yards and three touchdowns on the ground. Romeo Dobbs had six catches for 151 yards and a touchdown as well. For the Dallas Cowboys, Dak Prescott just had a mistake-driven day. 41 for 60 attempts. He threw for 403 yards. He threw for three touchdowns, two interceptions, and was sacked four times. Of course, that sounds impressive, but you also have to remember that Dallas was getting blown out at the half, and this was more of a comeback thing than anything. Coach Jimmy Johnson had this to say at the half. Well, first of all, I, I can't say what I would say now on television, but I'll just say this. Every single one of you, you know how hard we've worked. I don't need to have people pointing the fingers one thing or another. You get your rear end in there and you play the way you know how to play. We can win the game. We're going to open it up. We're going to go fast tempo. Defense, get after Jordan Love. You can't give him that much time. You do what you're supposed to do, we'll win this game. Tony Pollard on the ground had 15 carries for 56 yards and a touchdown as well. C.D. Lamb had 9 catches for 110 yards. And Michael Gallup also had 6 catches for 103 yards in the losing effort. Jake Ferguson had 10 catches for 93 yards as well. But unfortunately, it was just too little too late as Dallas looked like they were a deer in the headlights. And the Green Bay Packers are moving on. is done and Detroit for the first time in 32 years your Lions have won a playoff game have at it 32 years in the making and this was game of the week I don't care argue with me come at me I don't care Detroit Lions played a first time in 30 years a home playoff game as the LA Rams traveled out to Detroit and it was Matthew Stafford versus Jared Goff the two quarterbacks that were traded for each other between the Rams and the Lions and it was the Lions 24 to 23. Matthew Stafford, 25 for 36, 367 in the air and two touchdowns. We also saw Kyron Williams had 13 carries for 61 yards as well. And Paku Nakoa, who was a big target, 9 catches, 181 yards and a touchdown in the losing battle for the Rams. For the Lions, Jared Goff played almost perfection, 22 for 27, 277 yards and a touchdown. He was still sacked three times and still kept it going. David Montgomery, 14 carries for 57 yards and a touchdown. Amon Ross St. Brown, 7 catches, 110 yards. Josh Reynolds, also big in the pass game, 5 catches for 80 yards. Absolutely amazing game. Coach Campbell said it best right after this game was over. Okay, I'll, I'll just say it like this. All right? Hey, you're good enough for Detroit, Jerry. Yeah. 
needed to confirm that he had made a football move and it was a catch. So here's Buffalo from the 29. Right down the middle, they go for it. They got it! With Kincaid this time, the recipient of the Josh Allen touchdown. The game that was previously scheduled to go on Saturday, but due to extreme weather conditions and a snowfall warning, it was moved to Monday as the Pittsburgh Steelers traveled out to Buffalo to finally take on the Bills. And it was the Bills winning this one 31-17. There was still tons of snow out there, but it really looked like the, fun the fans were having a ton of fun. Mason Rudolph went 22 for 39, 229 in the air, two touchdowns, one interception. We also saw Jalen Warren have eight carries for only 38 yards. And in the air, Pat Fryermuth had five catches for 76 yards. It just really wasn't a good day for Mason Rudolph. For the Bills, Josh Allen, 21 for 30, 203 yards, three touchdowns. We also saw James Cook with 18 carries for 79 yards. And of course, the big catch and touchdown by Dalton Kincaid. He had three catches for 59 yards. Diggs even had a really big day. He had seven catches for 52 yards. And the Buffalo Bills are moving on. And I'm pretty sure we all know who they're taking on next. Second and four. Here's another broken tackle. This is the rookie, Trey Palmer, and he is gone. Touchdown, Buccaneers. I said at the top of the show that this was a very shocking weekend, and here is one of them. We saw the Eagles flounder over the last four or five games of the season, but they were hoping to turn it around when they traveled out to Tampa Bay to take on the Buccaneers, and it was Baker Mayfield getting the job done as the Bucks upset the Eagles 32-9. For the Eagles, Jalen Hurts, 25 for 35, 250 yards in the air and a touchdown. DeAndre Swift on the ground only had 10 carries for 34 yards. In the air, Devontae Smith had 8 catches for 148 yards in the losing cause. Baker Mayfield stepping into the Tom Brady shoes. No one could ever fill Brady's shoes, but Baker did a darn good job in this one. 22 for 36, 337 yards in the air, and 3 touchdowns. We saw Rashad White have 18 carries for 72 yards on the ground. And then, of course, Cade Otten was the big target of the day. 8 catches for 89 yards, but the rookie Trey Palmer had that big one, one catch for 56 yards, a bunch of broken tackles, and he got his touchdown. And now the Bucks are going to be traveling to Ford Field to take on the Detroit Lions. Wildcard weekend was crazy, and the divisional round will probably be even tighter. Starting out on Saturday, the Houston Texans are traveling out to Baltimore to take on the 13-4 Ravens, number one in the AFC. And it's going to unfortunately be the Baltimore Ravens. Houston had a great run, a great turnaround. But unfortunately, I think it's going to be the Ravens taking this one. And game two of Saturday has Jordan Love and the Green Bay Packers traveling out to San Francisco to take on the 49ers. I say 49ers. I was very skeptical of Jordan Love and the Green Bay Packers at the beginning of the season. They definitely showed it. They had a very 
shocking win over the Dallas Cowboys. I just think San Francisco is way too powerful, and it's going to be the 49ers going on to the next round. On Sunday, Tampa Bay, as I was just talking about, Baker Mayfield traveling to Detroit to take on Jared Goff and the Detroit Lions. I love a good Cinderella story, and of course, I do love Baker Mayfield, but I think I love Detroit more. I'm saying Lions over Bucks. And then in the last game on Sunday afternoon, it's the Kansas City Chiefs traveling out to Buffalo to take on the Bills. This is always a big battle between Josh Allen and Patrick Mahomes. I'm going to say actually that Josh Allen is going to get some redemption in this one. And I'm saying Bills over Chiefs. That is all we've got this week. You can head over to Millions and check out our merch store with the brand new Higher AP line that was released today. And of course, you can find us on Instagram, X, and Threads at 12ManNFLPodcast. And you can listen to us everywhere, Apple, Amazon, Spotify, iHeart, or anywhere else you get your podcasts from. If you're loving the show so far, please go ahead and leave us a five-star review. If you're a fan of Canadian football, you can find our other show, Around the CFL Podcast, anywhere you get your podcasts from. We'll be back again next week to go over the divisional rounds. And until then, I'll see you later.